Anyway, <laughs> glory to God. So the glory, honest to heaven, is Jesus. Jesus is the glory. Yes. Jesus is the glory. Everything he did, he saw the Father do. Everything he said, he heard the Father speak. On that cross, that was the glory. Bringing those keys out of authority, that was the glory. To, to Moses, the Father said, when Moses said, I pray you, this is um, Exodus 33. Yes, Lord, roar on. <laughs> Verse 18, and then Moses said, I pray, show me your glory. Then he said, I will make my, what? Goodness, that's the glory, pass by. I will proclaim my name, the name of the Lord. That's the glory. See, we take these things kind of lightly. No, his goodness is his glory. His name is his glory. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. That's his glory. I will show mercy to whom I will show mercy. My glory will pass before you. The glory of God, honest to heaven, it is the Lord Jesus. Jesus is the fulfillment of every bit of this. Jesus is the fulfillment of long-suffering. Jesus is the fulfillment of pure love. Jesus is the fulfillment of goodness and mercy. See, whenever you're kind to somebody, good to somebody, you just think it's just whatever. It's the glory. And if you'll take that opportunity to give that to the Father through Christ Jesus, you got something going on. Because you're bringing the Father, good Lord, all the glory do His name. Amen? I mean, He deserves it all. Yeah. It was the Father who did the works, y'all. That's John 14. It's the Father who doeth the work. Yes. See, we, t we make a mistake. Well, in my mind, because first of all, I believe the day that we live in it is the day to glorify the Father. I, I, I see Jesus in John 17 and that prayer, oh, righteous Father, can hardly say those words. Oh, righteous Father, I want, I want you to get the glory. I, I'm praying for those way, way, way down the line that are coming after me, that are going to be taught the word, my word. All of this is to give the Father glory. You remember? He talked about the Father. He prayed to the Father. I just encourage you to talk to the Father. In Jesus' name, because we just read, I proclaim my name, the name of the Lord, before you. When we cry out in Jesus' name, we, you know, we really need to get some respect for that name. That name, hell trembles. That name raises the dead. Faith in that name, that holy name, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen? Peter raised that guy at the gate. He said, don't look at me. No. It's the name. Jesus of Nazareth, what raised him up. Oh, my God. Let us get some fear of God, y'all. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Well, I couldn't resist that, brother, when you were talking about the glory. <laughs> This is really kind of funny. But I do find funny in a whole lot of things. I want to give you this. I want you to see your name proclaimed. When my dear brother and sister <laughs> called me, I think the night before I left, and said, Ginger, we want you teaching on prayer. I went, oh, my dear God in heaven, Jesus, what am I going to say? You know, when you do something, you just do it. You know, you do it, you do it, you do it. You're not just so accustomed to saying this line upon this and line upon that. And I, I really, though I may, I may seem not, 
I'm very studied. I'm very scriptural. And if it doesn't fit with the scripture, I don't want a thing to do with it. But I really like to be prepared. So I dropped my head when I covered, when I hung up from y'all. And I said, Father, where could those notes be? At least 15 years I haven't laid my hands on these notes. I've moved, I've moved, I've packed, I've moved. Who knows where they are? God, I was pretty desperate, honestly. And I sat there and I thought, okay, go look in that box in the dining room that you have not opened in years. Man, I pulled out, I pulled out, I pulled out. At the bottom of the box is my notes on prayer. <laughs> that gave me confidence, you know, that he's busy. Like, it really gives me confidence, those rainbows with those birds. See, the Holy Ghost is caught, y'all. The Holy Ghost is not taught. The Holy Ghost is caught. It's the Holy Ghost. Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life. Well, you can't touch any of that. You can't touch that. That's spirit talk. See, we live in a spirit world. Our soul, we, we, we try desperately to make our soul conform to our spirit, right? And then we desperately want our bodies to conform to that. But we are spirit beings. So it shouldn't be unusual that we're translated. It shouldn't be unusual that we lay hands on the sick and they recover. It shouldn't be unusual that we that is Holy Ghost talk. That isn't natural talk. Look here, we did something wonderful last night, y'all. I'll guarantee it. I'll guarantee it. I want us to do it today before we leave here again. I'm telling you, you know, where two agree, it's the word. Touching anything that we ask, he'll do it. That Holy Ghost talk is such agreement. You know, the word says, though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and I have not love. Well, I flip it. I say, I speak with the tongues of men and angels, and I have love, and I am a blessing wherever I go. Amen. I mean, I flip it. We speak with the tongues of men and angels. Those angels know exactly what we're saying in tongues. They're just all over the place, obeying, 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 obeying. The Word of God, Psalm 103, they excel in strength. They hearken to the voice of the Lord. They do His good pleasure. They obey His command. That's verse 20, dear brother. <laughs> right. So, hallelujah. So, what is intercession, really? The first thing I see on here is 1 Timothy 2.1. First of all, let supplications be made for all men in authority so they can experience salvation through Christ Jesus and we can live in peace. Do we need some peace in this country? <laughs> so that's Timothy's, that's Paul's really encouragement to Timothy. Pray first for the, something happened. Did I? Pray first for those in authority. So come on, y'all. Come on, y'all need to wake up, and me too. For President Donald J. Trump, Father. For Michael Pence, Father. Hallelujah. For Netanyahu, Father. Israel. We are in agreement with the Holy Ghost, Father. We are in agreement with your will, Father. We are in agreement with the blood of Jesus, Father. We are thanking you for transformation of the Holy Ghost in this country. Come on, y'all, push it, push it, push it. 
If you don't have the gift of tongues, now's a good time to hop in. Holy, holy, holy is the blood of the Lamb. Woo, you are full of glory. Good Lord, we appreciate you, Father. Oh, my goodness, we love you, Jesus. Amen. Ask of me, and I will give you the heathen for your inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth for your reward. That's kind of my favorite word because it just blows people away. Reward. Yes, sir. Reward. That is the will of God that he give you a reward for what you do. That is the will of God. That's the will of God. Come on, you people. Y'all don't want to be religious. No. The will of God is to reward you. He rewarded Jesus big time. He gave him a name that every knee's going to bow to. He gave him a name that every word is going to proclaim Jesus Christ is Lord. He rewarded his son big time. He put him at his right hand. And then guess what he did with you? He put you in him right there at his right hand. Come on, somebody. That's where you live. See, we got to get out of all this natural thinking. How can I be at the right hand of God? I'm right here. Well, honey, it's the Holy Ghost. The Word says it, and I believe it. This is kind of a funny story. But, <laughs> I mean, I just love the Word. I just challenge y'all. If you see it, believe it and take it. Because he wants it. He wants his kingdom to come. I loved your choice of, of music. He wants his will to be done. Like in heaven. Well, they're not all strung out in heaven. They ain't worried about who's going to think what. They're free to worship. Amen? Okay. <laughs> so I'm in Monroe, Louisiana. And the Lord tells me to move. And I went. This ain't God. <laughs> so anyway, I had been asking the Lord. Now, y'all don't have to do this at all. It's free will, you know. But I'd been asking him, write me a message on the wall. Oh, I just felt the oxygen leave the room. Write me a message on the wall. He did it in the book. It wasn't a very good message. I don't want that message. But I... <laughs> But he likes to write messages on the wall, apparently. So I, I really, I was very steadfast on it. So then he talks to me about moving, and I'm like, good Lord, Father. Hmm. Well, I went to this little church Tuesday night. Don't know these people at all. Went up to the second row and my Bible and notebook, right? Just, you know, normal. And this guy from New York, big guy, he's their visitor. And the name of his talk is Get Out of Town. <laughs> it's the truth. On big marquee, get, big black bold letters, Get Out of Town. Get Out of Town. I said, yes, sir. <laughs> I'm in. I put my house on the market the next day. Oh, I love it. I mean, this is adventure. Who ever heard of such? Come on. I love it. All right, so I thought, you know, this is, this is real good. This is a lot of fun. So, oh, it gets better. Glory to God. I, I mean, look here, that was not easy. <laughs> anyway, obedience isn't always easy. But it is rewarding. So I'm living in this house I'm living in in Pensacola. Hmm. And I'm about ready for the Lord to love on me real big. And I said, Lord, please write me a message on the wall. I mean, this is a lot of fun, y'all. I mean, it is a lot of fun. I don't know if y'all are adventurous or not, but I really am. 
In fact, mother must have grown us up like this because my sister's business was adventure sightseeing. So, I mean, we must be an adventurous people. We, we grew up in a real small, tiny, there were no people, and we didn't have much else to do but adventure, I guess. <laughs> anyway, beautiful Jesus. Oh, my Lord and my God. So I'm just talking to him. Write me a message, Father. Just write me a message on the wall, Lord. Well, it had been a long time, and I'm making my bed up, and I see this writing on my wall. And I'm like, what? So I get close to it. And it says <laughs> that those who fear me will inherit the land and my holy mountain. And I went, oh, my God, what does that mean? <laughs> I had no idea. So, man, I went searching in the Bible. I thought I knew what land was. I'm sure I don't to this day. And, uh, but that mountain, mm-mm-mm. Man, I wanted to know. Call this one, call that one. Got my Strong's. I still use that big old Strong's, you know. Yeah. Y'all know how to do the phone, but I'm much better with the paper. <laughs> and uh, trying to find it, trying to find it. I mean, really, I bet two years. Looking, looking. What, what are you telling me, God? This is, this is too good. I mean, I don't want to give this up. I called a friend. She and her grandchildren came over. I wanted somebody to really see it. I wanted them to really put their eyes on it. And um, <clears throat> so anyway, um, all right, I'm just sleeping one night, minding my own business. I mean, you know, just sleeping. And the Holy Ghost visits me. Strong, strong Holy Ghost visits me and starts booming in my spirit. Boom. I mean, I am out like a dead person. It is his spirit to my spirit. Boom, boom. You have come to Mount Zion. Oh, my God in heaven. To the city of the living God. To the heavenly Jerusalem. To the innumerable company of angels. To, the, to, to God, the judge of all. To the spirits of the just man made perfect. To the church, that's you, of the firstborn from the dead to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. I went, whoa, good Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Glory to God. I mean, if that won't do something to you, I don't know what will. Oh, my God. So then I, I go on another, you know, trying to find, is this scripture? I mean, where is it? I have no clue. I have no clue. So it's right in the book. It's just one verse. Out of this book. So, so what do you do with that? <laughs> oh, Jesus, help me. Well, you know, you've come. Now, that's where you live, y'all, in Mount Zion. That's where your spirit lives. To the very city of the living God. To the heavenly Jerusalem. To the innumerable company of angels. And you think we're desperate? We got an innumerable company of angels if we'll only know it and use them. To God, the judge of all? Come on, sweetheart, you're welcome. To God, the judge of all? To God, the judge of all. <laughs> to God, the judge, that's where you live, in his presence. <laughs> Is that funny or what? You live in the presence of God, the judge of all. You live in the presence of the spirits of the just man made perfect. I think it's the old covenant saints, but I don't know that. You live in the presence of oh, I guess I'm nervous. Um, just name me, Perry. The spirit, no, come on, Ginger. Anyway, it's the body of Christ. Hmm. The spirits of the church 
of the firstborn from the dead. That's you. The spirits of the church. You live in the presence of the spirits of the church, of the firstborn from the dead. You live in the presence of Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant. You want, want me to tell you where it is, Butch? Oh, I apologize, really. Uh, Hebrews 12, 22, 23. Jesus, you live in the presence of Jesus. We'd act different, wouldn't we, if we believed that? Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and my dear God in heaven, Jesus, and the blood of sprinkling that speaks, yeah, oh, speaks better things than that of Abel. And then Hebrews says that we are compassed about by a great cloud of witnesses. Good Lord, I'm feeling the presence of God. Is anybody else? I mean, we, you know, we need to get out of ourselves <laughs> and get into the Holy Spirit, into the book, the revealed Word of God. Well, if I live there, huh, I got some power. <laughs> I mean, if I live there, and that precious Jesus, Hebrews 7, I believe, 35. Am I wrong? God, please. Is, isn't that, what is it, honey? I see that. <laughs> Kind of got me undone. <laughs> oh, please. Thank you. I sure enough love me. Thank you. Well, anyway, let's see. It's 7. 7.25. 7.25. All right, people. 7.25. Well, my book was open there, but I just didn't look. Verse 24 says, because he, Jesus, but Jesus, because he lives forever, has an everlasting priesthood, an everlasting priesthood. Now, you're in the priesthood. You're in Jesus. Therefore, Jesus is able to save to the uttermost those who have come to God through him. My book says, because. Does yours? Since. I'm not quite sure. It's um, modern English. It's not quite as strong as uh, King James, you know. I, I like the way King James, but I grew up with it. Anyway, because or since, he at all times lives to make intercession for you. Come on. He is able to save to the uttermost those who come to his Father through him because at all times he lives to make intercession for you. Well, my, my deal has been for long. If Jesus lives forever to make intercession, what's wrong with me? Shouldn't I live forever to make intercession? I mean, shouldn't that just be... The, the, the top priority in my life? I mean, if it's important enough for the Lord Jesus Christ to live, to pray for me and you and whoever, shouldn't I be humble enough to join him and help him out in the earth? Come on, y'all. This is a real relationship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a real relationship. I mean, Butch needed those bricks moved. I didn't help him out older. You didn't even pray. Oh, I prayed, I'm sure. Pray. When I saw Susan down there, I guarantee you I prayed. These hands aren't made for moving books, bricks, brother. I was so serious. These hands are not made for moving bricks. It just ain't my calling. 
they got, I did feel so bad about it. Oh my God. Anyway, you don't move anymore. Woo Push that knee. Let's hear it. That is good. Well, oh my God, I have a hard time stopping when I start. Okay, Jesus, let me think now. All right, I didn't help him at all. But he had one so much nicer than me to help him move him. That's kind of how God is. He's looking for somebody to help him. He's looking for somebody to stand in the gap. He's looking for somebody to love enough to pray for somebody in China. He's looking for somebody do you know your clothes made in China? Do you know who makes those clothes? He make the people that make those clothes are your brothers and my sisters in China being held captive because of their faith. And they are making our clothes that we wear like we're somebody. I'm telling you, when I take those clothes out of the dryer, I try so hard to remember to pray for those people. It is injustice. Very serious. He's looking for somebody. You know, this translation thing, I know that's a little different. To me, it's as normal as breathing. Write the wall. Write it on the wall. Translate me, Lord. So my heart really started going out to those Chinese prisoners years and years and years and years ago. And I'd say, God, translate me to those prisons. Let me wash their feet, Father. I mean, I couldn't go physically, but I knew he could somehow do it. Doesn't make sense, you know, to your head. You're like, right, Ginger. I was very serious. Let me wash their feet, Father. God, they are suffering for his sake, and really for our sake. So, when I lived in the barn, <laughs> Fridays I'd drive to Monroe, Louisiana. I'd work 12-hour nights, 7P to 7A, you know, nursing. I'd work Saturday night. No women now. Drive Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'd work Saturday night, 7P to 7A. Sunday night, 7P to 7A. I'd sleep about three hours on Monday, get in the car, and shoot back to Plaquemine. Now, that ain't easy. Well, I'd get so sleepy between here and Plaquemine, I just began to say, translate me, Lord. Translate me, Lord. Translate me, Lord. I'd put all the windows down, the moon roof back. Translate me, Lord. Translate me, Lord. I mean, I was so sleepy. Translate me, Lord. Translate me, Lord. Well, I'm, I'm at to the barn. <laughs> but I never clarified it. I just said, translate me, Lord. Translate me, Lord. Trans oh, Lord, translate me, Lord. Well, he took me at my word. He translated me, but not to the barn. Not to my remembrance. I was never translated to the bond. But you want to know how to get what you want? Ask. He'll give you the heathen for your inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth as your reward. We learned that last night about who? Anybody remember? Oh, come on. Somebody's got to remember. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Enoch. He was translated. He was translated. Get real. He was translated. That was his reward. Never came back. <laughs> It'll happen to you one day. <laughs> right, that was his reward because he walked with God. Is that beautiful? Anybody hungry in here? Really hungry? I am so hungry. God, I am so hungry. Good Lord. Oh, I want more, 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 more. More of him, more of him. More revelation, more understanding. More, 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 Jesus. More, Father. 
More, God. We need more, Father. Hallelujah. Right. That's the whole truth. Right. So, <laughs> you've been translated. Everybody in this room. Every human being that believes in Jesus Christ in this room has been translated. <laughs> it's the full truth. <laughs> I feel there's some unbelief in here. <laughs> it is the full truth. <laughs> oh, Jesus is Lord. Amen. All right. Well, this book doesn't read quite so hot as y'all's. Let's see. Somebody go to Colossians 1, please. Verse 13. You have already been translated. You have already been translated. Right in the beginning, you were translated. God was saying, get used to it. Come on. This is your birth. Come on, read it, brother. What kind of book you got? I got the Passion Translation. So verse 13, right? Yes, sir. All right. He has rescued us completely from the tyrannical rule of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom realm of his beloved son. Go ahead. Father For son. in the son, all our sins are canceled and we have the release of redemption through his very blood. Hallelujah. Wow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you were birthed in translation. So don't think I'm weird because I'm translated, glory to God. <laughs> I, I just asked about a thousand times. Coming back from Monroe, Louisiana to Plaquemine, Louisiana. Translate me, God. Translate me. I just never identified where to go. Well, the first place I went was Siberia. That was quite a trip. <laughs> I mean on my knees, by my bed, and all of a sudden, I'm in Siberia. Do you know how they've suffered in Siberia? Do you have a clue how they've suffered in Siberia? My Lord and my God, they have suffered in Siberia. And I'm in a huge gym. I tell you, I could recognize the people today and preaching about the Holy Ghost. This is so long ago. Translation. It's, it's just get close to the Lord and expect it if you want it. You may not want it, but it's his will. It wouldn't be in the book if it wasn't his will. He birthed you through translation. Hello. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the word of God. Either you take it or you don't. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For me, I love it. But I love excitement. I love adventure. Well, I love Jesus. <laughs> I love the Father, the Holy Ghost, dear Lord. So, I just think it's normal living. So, many years after that, because, you know, you kind of wonder if you're a little wiggy. You know, I mean, that really happened? I was in Jefferson, Texas. <laughs> just kind of minding my own business. And... Uh, at a retreat, that woman who had that ministry, she was completely healed under Catherine Kuhlman's ministry. She was completely just rotted down her back. Pain, terrible pain. The church felt so sorry for her. She went to Catherine Kuhlman's ministry. She didn't believe a word of Catherine Kuhlman. She didn't like Catherine Kuhlman. She didn't want to be there. And God touched her, completely healed her. And she started her own ministry. 
and the church people didn't like her anymore. <laughs> they weren't even nice to her anymore. <laughs> they were scared of her. Isn't that crazy? No, I'm trying so to think of her name, I think of it. So anyway, would you stand up, brother? Just stand up. So I'm, I'm just minding my own business, you know. And this guy, <laughs> this guy walks in the door and shake my, shake my hand. I said, hello, I was translated to Siberia. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I didn't ever tell anybody that because I knew people thought I was, you know, hello. Anyway, so he said, I just got back from Siberia. <laughs> I said, well, did you know, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da? He said, I ministered with them. Come on, Butch. God is good. He'll let you know you're not nice. He'll let you know you're in his will. Come on. Come on. I mean, how good is God? Am I special? Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> oh, Lord, ain't nothing about me. Look, I'm just a little girl, all right? <laughs> I give him all, my God in heaven, Jesus, I couldn't do any of this. I mean, he's wonderful. <clears throat> but if you think not being on your knees is boring, stop. If you think going into, like we read, you come to Mount Zion, hello, God, the judge of all. You're compassed about by great company of witnesses. They're going, come on, man. Come on. Pull you up. Come on. You can do this. You've got an innumerable, how big is that? Company of angels. They're just waiting on you to pray the word. They're waiting to say, go do it. Look here, y'all. There are people crying out for some, look. Oh, if I just knew where it was. I don't have my strongs with me. <laughs> But you know, God caught the attention of the Israelites in Egypt because he heard their cry and he saw the torment that they were going through and he sent them a deliverer. You think that's not going on today? You think they're not people crying out for somebody to get, you think, you think, you think, you think, you think these children being abused, you think they're not crying out? You think these babies in the womb are not crying out? We need you to pray. We need you to pray, come into agreement. You know that word pray, it just sounds so boring. People don't, people don't understand. How can you use that in a different word, Father? Go before him in Christ Jesus and say, give me, put your seed in my heart. Make my heart your womb for your seed. And let me cry out for whatever you want to see done to bring your kingdom into this earth. He's wanting to do it so much, y'all. Is it too hard to believe? Yes or no? Is it too hard to believe? I mean... See, the problem is, I think I'm real normal. I mean, I think I'm absolutely normal. So when I talk, I talk to, I talk to, I talk to anybody like this. I mean, at work. <laughs> How's that go over? <laughs> oh, God. This one girl, she is a heathen from hell. I mean, I love her so much. She is an absolute heathen. I have never heard anybody talk like this girl. Now, my mouth was filthy, but I tell you, I, I didn't, mm -mm, I, don't, mm -mm, I don't even know how to think. Anyway, I found that she had cancer. I was real upset. I was crying. I don't want her to have cancer. And uh, smoke's like a, chimney and, and I said Julie do you know God she went uh-huh <laughs> do you know Jesus she went uh-huh I said Julie I am very upset that you have cancer well she walked out of the office she walked out of the office man I found my oil 
I'm telling you, I don't want this girl to die. I, I want her to say, she's going to make one humding of an evangelist. <laughs> she is. There's no question. Rebels make great yeah. preachers. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so she comes back in. Man, I'm ready, okay? I said, Julie, I want to pray for you. <laughs> I, said, I got my oil. I'm allergic to <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> I said, Julie, it, it's okay. It's from Jerusalem. It's, it's, it's all right. <laughs> I said, just sit down. I'll only put it on your sweater. I won't touch you with <laughs> Man, I want to get my hands on that girl. <laughs> anyway, I did. She sat down. I only put my hands on her sweater. And the next day, she had a good report. Come on. Come on. I'm telling you, love covers a multitude of sins. Glory to God. If I love her, how much more does he? If I see her pain, how much more does he? He has heard her cry. He has seen the terrible things she's been through. Come on, somebody. Catch it, catch it, catch it, catch it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> it's 10:15. Should I quit? A few more minutes. He, he gave it. He gave it to me. Hallelujah. <laughs> All right. He is so good. <laughs> Don't put me on the clock, brother. <laughs> Anyway, my main message, honestly, is hunger and thirst for righteousness. Hunger. I mean, hunger. I wish I could think of that guy's name. He's real renowned. I can't think of his name. He is some kind of cool. And he was in this church. He looked at me. He said, lady, he said, you are the hungriest person in this place. And he gave me his book on CD. I am so hungry. I am so wanting truth. I am so wanting grace. I am so wanting mercy. I am so wanting Jesus to get some glory out of me. I mean, come on, somebody, please pick it up. Catch it, catch it, catch it, catch it. Because this is why we're here. I'm telling you, I don't want to get in front of my beautiful Jesus who paid it all and say, oh, I just wasn't able to believe it. Just couldn't do it. Oh, negative. I want to give it everything I got. The more I give, the stronger I get. It's just the way it is. You give out, he pours in. You give out, he pours in. You're tired? Pray in tongues for an hour. I promise you, you'll feel better. I promise you. When you get up and you quadruple tired, strength and dignity is my clothing. I shall rejoice in time to come. Amen. That's Proverbs 31, woman. Hello. <laughs> Come on. You got to work the word. I'm so happy to see you here. I've been praying for you. I hated for you to deliver those cakes in this terrible weather. Oh, thank God. I think this rain is prophetic. Oh, I mean, the glory is coming. I believe God really wants to move in this area. Yeah. Yeah. Very exciting. Now, I'll tell you one secret, and I'm completed. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, shoot, Father, that's it. Shalom. I'm not even going to look. <laughs> Who in here has a, um, a family member that really is going to go to hell if God doesn't get a hold of them? Just, just raise your hand. Can I turn around now? You can put your hand down. Well, that looks like the whole place. 
right, so what do you do with that? What do you do with that? Well, what I do, and I know you probably do it as well, is I go to the Bible and I find a scripture to support my desire. And I don't yellow it and close it. I get so friendly with it. I talk it. I pray it. I say it. I praise it. I, I just get my teeth in it like a... <clears throat> until it just comes out of me so naturally. And I pray in the Holy Ghost with that word. And I speak it. And I praise him. And I know there's no way he's a man to lie. There's no way he's the son of man that he has to repent. He has spoken it and he will make it good. He has said it and he will do it. Now we got to work that, you see, because it doesn't come cheap. This walk is not cheap. No, sir, Bob Tail. It is not cheap. It's work. So I call it work in the word. I mean, oh, well, God, God said, oh, really? Come on. What did he say? He said that you are covenant people. He said you have got a covenant with him. You have got a covenant with him for everything you could ever think of or need. And that covenant, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but it's not between you and the Father. It's between Jesus Christ on that cross and his Father in his obedience. And by us getting into Jesus, we are in that covenant. You got it? Isn't that easy? So easy. All right. Now, Lord, I'm not trying to be rude, but you said for me to contend with you and bless the Lord, I'm going to do it. I'm telling you, Annie Panny or whoever it is, that girl's got to get saved. It is your will she gets saved. She is in my covenant with the Lord Jesus Christ in you, Father. And I am speaking to those angels. I am speaking in the Holy Ghost. I am telling you, get her saved in Jesus' name. I'm telling you, send people to her that'll talk to her, that she'll listen to, Father. Send the word to her. Move. Do I do that just once? Oh, negative. <laughs> negative, negative. I mean, I speak it and 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 I speak it. I ain't scared of failing or embarrassing myself. What? what? Get out of here. We are in a war. People get killed in a war. We don't want people killed in this war. Jesus Christ paid the price that we could have such complete victory because the victory is already won. Could anybody in here believe that? I mean, the victory is genuinely won. But we got to see what our Father's doing and we got to hear what He's speaking and we got to speak the Word of God with, with, with complete faith and keep speaking it and speaking it and speaking it until that thing is so solid in me that I can go anywhere I go and I can say, look here, honey, that person is born again. That person is filled with the Holy Ghost. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it sounds like. I'm telling you, Jesus Christ paid the price. And you have got a covenant with him. And bless the Lord, a covenant. Y'all need to study covenant. It's so strong. Covenant. So do that with any need you have. Or you may think you have. I mean, do it with anything. Money. Oh, hello, God. I mean, you know, whatever. Health. I mean, they told me I'd never work, walk in 93. They told me I was going to be on government subsidizing or whatever that is. I never. I wrote out 56 longhand pages of healing scriptures. 93. This is later. I think I'm still living in those scriptures. I mean, every day I spoke them. Every day I proclaimed them. Every day. Jesus Christ hung on that cross. 
He paid it all. He bled. He couldn't even be recognized as a man. He came to do the Father's will. A body you have required. Glory to God. Well, it's really good news. <laughs> I love you. Thank you so much for having me. And um, Jesus is Lord. <laughs> Work the word. I'll tell you about the time I got translated. Good. Your pastor. Talk to us. And you know it's real when you showed up and came back and the guy calls you and tells you, you're glad you came. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God, Butch. Amen. And then he goes to heaven because you were where you needed to be in the spirit oh, to confirm and solidify his salvation. Jesus. Carabacete! <laughs> Listen to this scripture. Y'all all know. You know why people get ugly, frustrated? They're not working with the Holy Ghost. Totally in the flesh. Uh, where's Chris? Chris came to me a, couple, a week ago and he said, man, my mind's just playing stuff with me about tongues, you know, and I know what Chris believes. He's been around here long enough, but your mind just goes in the wrong direction because maybe you're not experiencing in the natural what you thought you should be. And he said, man, I, I don't even know about this tongue thing. I said, I can just tell you one thing. Just go pray in tongues for about an hour or two, and then you'll get the result of it, and that'll be the proof that it's all real. It's sometimes caught, not taught. <laughs> And so if you're struggling, pray in tongues. It's the will of God, the word of God, and the ways of God coming through your mouth, out of your spirit. And there's no way you can fail praying the will of God out of your spirit. There's no way you can ever go under praying the will of God, the word of God, the way of God, out of your spirit, in agreement, in the name of Jesus, to your Father. There's no way you're going to go under. There's no way you're going to stay down. There's no way you're not going to be in your call. There's no way the grace of God's not going to come and enable you to do what you need to do. There's no way. There's no way you will not come out on the top. There's no way that you'll backslide, fall away, or act crazy outside of the will. There's no way. <laughs> it builds your faith in God, not in you, your faith in God. Come on, somebody. I just had to say that. Now let's go eat a donut. <laughs> and listen, drink some coffee. <laughs> go satisfy your flesh a little bit. It needs a little nourishment. 